Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here with my co-host Ashley. And we are here to bring you part two. Ooh, don't confuse it with that. Of The Last of Us. Nope. <laughs> not that. What? <laughs> what? The Last of Us part two is not what we're here to That's talk about. That's what I said part two of <laughs> our Last of Us podcast. Uh. <laughs> It's just because I can't shut up. <laughs> so we're still on the show. because we're describing one. the show and talking about our feelings at the same time. It's exhausting. And there's a lot of episodes. <laughs> but we have to do this because we got roasted for our Vox Machina Season 2 podcast where we apparently... Oh, you want to fight then? Jumped around. We can fight about The Last of Us. <laughs> I know we more than you. We jumped around and left out the whole plot and forgot everything. So we are being meticulous with this season. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So episode six. Six. Episode five ended horribly. We horribly. had the death of Henry and Sam. The most tragic, in my opinion. And we buried them and Joel and Ellie continued on their way. Yep. And episode six, I think, is my favorite one. I think it's wait, my favorite. Wait. I think it's my favorite. Is this... Which one is this? The one we, Tommy? Yeah. We time skip. Yes. Here. It's months. To Utah, basically, right? Utah? No. Wyoming. Wyoming. You ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you didn't play the game. <laughs> I didn't. Fake <laughs> so, fan. Um, we, realistically, I think we time skip. It's winter now. Mm. Like, they've been walking from Kansas City to Wyoming. Yeah. For months. Um, we get this fun little moment where Joel is holding up this old lady in her house. <laughs> and Graham Greene walks oh, in. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I loved them. Because Joel and Ellie are lost in the wilderness. They so And funny. they come across these people who've been, you know, were probably living off the grid before the outbreak. Yeah. And they're still there. I and they're that. like... Joel and Ellie are like, tell us where we are. They are so unbothered by Joel and Ellie. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> I it's love really them funny. so much. I love them so. They're just like a small little moment. Yep. And I, it, it just warmed my heart that like there's still like the Bill esque people out in the world, even though Bill died. You know. Yeah. Like, we still got Graham. They're Green. still trucking, <laughs> hunting rabbits. Yep. She fed them soup. Yeah. He's holding a gun to her head, but she gave him soup. She's like, whatever, here you go. <laughs> you know, have some soup. It's cold. Uh, I loved it. So he, you know, gets the information from them of where they are on yeah. the map. And he said, what's the best way west? And mm-hmm. he's like, go east. West is bad. Yeah. You got people just burning bodies. And it's bad news out there. You don't want to go that way. Yeah. <sighs> That scene, just to pause, really reminded me of, like, the Little House on the Prairie oh, books. Of course it did. <laughs> like, it just, it was such a funny little, like, opposite setup, you know, because, like, you have that, and it's like, you know, they're moving west, and sometimes, like, Native Americans or tribes would just come in their house yeah. and be like, feed What's us, up? you're on our land, we want some of the food, sure. and they feed them, and they be on their way and it was tense but it was civil you know and I did, <laughs> kind of like what exactly happened I did this? not anticipate coming here to talk about the last of us and seeing a direct parallel to Little House on the Prairie <laughs> listen if it's not Star Wars it's Little House on the Prairie <laughs> uh, 
This is why you have me. Inside you are two wolves. <laughs> two wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Solo and Laura Angles Wilder. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's just a funny little like par like weird oh, you're, parallel. You're not wrong. I don't think they even know if they were trying to do anything like that. It's just, I'm sure they were not. In my brain. I was like, oh. <laughs> I've seen this before. That's hilarious. This is just remixed. <laughs> um, so we get a little snippet of Joel having a hard time. Yeah. He's like grabbing his chest and not oh, breathing yeah, well. And Ellie's like, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> get you it. You die. Pull it together, man. Yes. <laughs> And he's, you know, doing the dad thing. I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. He's fine, Um, They had the nice also camping moment with, like, the northern lights, and she talks about the moon. No, I don't remember that. What? <laughs> I feel like I should remember the northern lights. This light. is where they talk Maybe about... I was, like, <laughs> rapping. She's, she's like, it, you know, it, it, you can do anything in the world that you want. And he's like, I don't know, I'll, I'd have a sheep ranch. Oh, I do, I do and she's like, I'd be an astronaut. You're, you're lame. That's um, right. So they bond a little bit further, and obviously they've been doing this for months. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they've reached a new friendship level at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he falls asleep. He says he's going to stay up all night, and he falls asleep, and she's standing guard. Yeah. And he's grumpy about it. Um, and as they continue that next day, they are um, found and captured by a group on horseback. Right. Which is it's just, it's my favorite aspect. Those are the monkeys. I love it. No! In the hospital. We're not there yet. Yeah, we're in the hospital monkeys. No, we're not. We haven't even gotten to Tommy yet. Oh, it's hospital monkeys after with their oh, bandanas over their faces on horseback oh, and they're like what are you doing on our land on the horse yes okay yeah that's right and we meet maria but we don't know it's maria except i knew it was maria in my heart um <laughs> and there's the, like she see it feels a little bit like a tess and joel dynamic i thought oh yeah yeah because she's like she seems like she's the leader she's the leader of the whole place but she's not like- even talking yeah. The other, the guy is doing the talking. Mm-hmm. And, but she's, like, we keep sh- panning to her, and, like, she's got her eye on everything, and she's I, I and Joel. Yeah. And they have this dog that can smell oh, right. the fungus. Can you? So I remember now. So Joel passes the sniff test, but then the dog goes to Ellie, and he's just positive. Yeah. That it, this dog's gonna rip her apart, and what can he do? Yep. Um, and then... It's fine. The dog doesn't do anything. Does she's, no point. She's petting the dog, and somehow they had two extra horses, and yeah. um, they bring Joel and Ellie into their community, which is Jackson, Aww. which is so fun, because we only got that in the second game, not mm-hmm. the first game, and it's such a fun it, set. Like, mm-hmm. it looks so cool. I want to live there. <laughs> so I get the golden line of... Um... It's a kind of like, it, well, no, we're not communists. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. That's this exactly what we are. We're communists. And he looks like he has to rethink his whole life. He's like, whoa. <laughs> no way. 
how did I accidentally become a communist? When you live long enough, enough to see yourself become the villain. That was so funny. Anyway, I jumped um, way ahead. You jumped way ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Joel says to that group that he's looking for his brother. Yeah. Um, so I think Maria knew right away that this was Joel. And um, so they bring them to their town, and Joel spots Tommy, and it's really sweet. <laughs> it is. That was such a nice moment. They run and they uh, hug. And I love, I love so many things about that moment. Like, for one, it's like the first time we see this emotion from Joel, for yes. one. Um, for another, like, they did such a good job with that. You just, like, you felt it. Like, you, you didn't they were care brothers. about Tommy, but then all of a sudden you did. Yeah. Joel made you care about Tommy in that yeah. moment. Exactly. Um, and I love, like, the Ellie's face where she's just like, okay, this is new. Like, yeah. I've never seen this side of Joel, and yeah. now I'm a little bit jealous. A little bit jealous. And I'm a little bit out of place. Like, what? I don't mean anything here, you know? Yeah, right. Um, this and... is Joel's real person, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, what am I? <sighs> um, so, anyway. I love that. I think so it's much. such a cool dynamic, too, because, I mean, obviously it's his brother, it's his literal family, but it's also, like, the only person he has that he knew before the apocalypse. It's the only person he has, period. Yeah. Because so. the other person he had was Tess. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have anyone and else. And she was just forged out of necessity, basically. Yeah, pretty you much. Know? Whereas Tommy, he would have shared his whole, the only person who shared his life memories with. Yes. The only person is Sarah. Yes. Absolutely. So they all catch up. We it's revealed that Tommy and Maria are married, mm-hmm. and I was a little bitter in this whole episode because Tommy's kind of a little bitch. <laughs> in my <laughs> opinion, is very much of the mindset of Joel. <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> hey, I didn't write him. <laughs> Takes Joel's personal fences on as her own. <laughs> Listen. If my brother just Josh. ran off to Wyoming and was like, nah, I'm never talking to you again, man. Yeah. Just that dick. <laughs> Should have checked your daughter. I wouldn't have hugged him. I would have slugged him. <laughs> Joel is more forgiving than you. Yeah, he oh, is. He's maybe, got a few years maybe on me. Reassess. <laughs> He's got a few years on me, okay? I've got time. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, we have a moment where Joel's like, oh, you're kind of a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, because I'd be a little sad. He's more him. mature about it, and he's like, okay, well, you just chose to not respond to me and yeah, let me think whatever. And Tommy was like, I found a new life here, and they were very... Not strict. allowed for comms, right? Or yeah, whatever. we were not. They didn't want. They don't want to reveal their location. They don't want mm-hmm. the wrong people coming. Mm-hmm. They have rules. I yeah. followed them. It's a commune, um, <laughs> <laughs> with control by the leaders. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he asks about Tess, and this is where Joel lies, and he's he calls Ellie like some bigwig's daughter. Oh yeah, and he right. doesn't give him the full story. Like he's not being truthful. Um, well, Marlene's with them, like, the whole time, Maria. Right? Maria. No, because they, they part ways, because Maria okay. and Ellie have a moment, and Tommy and oh, Joel right. have their first moment, which is not very authentic, mm-hmm. because Joel's lying, and they part ways angry. Yeah. Um, and I like this, it's fun to see 
Ellie not with Joel, but still siding with Joel. Yes. Because Maria's like, Joel's killed people. And Ellie's like, I don't care what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> well, does Maria tell her about Sarah at that yes. point, too? She lets it slip, kind of? No, she tells her straight yeah. up. And Ellie had no idea all this time. Yeah. Um, so... I, they have their tour of the community. That's with the co- communist line. Mm-hmm. And Maria's like, we're communists. And Tommy's like, <laughs> how, did this how did I get here? <laughs> I walked right. I willingly walked into this. <laughs> um, I think when they have their first moment, yeah, in the bar, Joel and Tommy, um, when we get the backstory of how they've not been communicating yeah. and. Joel lies, uh, we find out that Maria is pregnant. Yes. Because Joel wants Tommy to take Ellie Ellie the rest of the way. And Tommy's like, I can't do that. I'm going to be a father. And Joel's like, how dare you? (laughs) Aren't they like married too? I already said that. Did you say that already? I can't remember. (laughs) Um, so yeah, Joel has a moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He has another like panic attack moment where he like, Walks outside and thinks he sees Sarah. Oh, yeah. Or what could have been. You yeah, know, or he sees right. a woman who looks like Sarah and there's, like, a little girl and he could have, Aww. you know, it could have potentially been what his life never was. Yeah. Um, so, my favorite scene, I think, overall, is later in that episode, mm-hmm. the second time that Tommy and Joel oh, yeah. are talking. And that's where Joel tells him what's actually up and where he's at emotionally and how he can't handle, like, feeling anything for this little girl. Yeah, he, like, starts to break down. <clears throat> yep. And, um... That was great acting on Pedro's part. Yeah, no, I love all of that. That whole scene and Tommy's great... Yeah. And they're just they're just so great. I they love are. them so much. Well, and like, I think this is the only part in the show that made me cry. <laughs> well, and it's just a perfect um, example of what I've mentioned in the first part of like Pedro, and maybe the writers too. I'm sure brought so much more like vulnerability to Joel. Like they humanized him more. He also this. came up with the when I wake up. I feel like I've lost something. Like, Ugh, so line. I think I, I think he read, gets it. <laughs> I just read or watched something that had almost this very similar line, like the same like week, and I was like, <laughs> like why am I being bombarded by these feelings this week? Um, but it's it was so good, and um, yeah. He just adds such a human element there where that gruff exterior is not all that Joel is. It is an exterior. It's so good. And there's so much that I feel like is portrayed in this scene that we didn't get in the game. Mm -hmm. They changed a few things. Like, Joel's supposed to be older here, and he's talking about that in this moment Mm -hmm. where he's like, you know, you think I'm still I'm not what I used to be yeah and um we've already seen bits of that like you know we've talked about him not hearing well out of one ear we watched him not be quite as cool as you know video game Batman or whatever yeah um and 
he what am I trying to say <laughs> um he asks Tommy to take her again. yeah he's like I just I can't do it I'm gonna fail her yeah right and, and Tommy knows yeah Tommy knows where that baggage is yeah and um yeah it just feels like it's a side of Joel that we never got mm-hmm in the game. And that scene, like, that scene in theory exists in the game where Tommy and Joel talk. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, it's just a lot of, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, dude and bros. Bro talk. And they get mad for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and it's whatever, you know, and they get interrupted. Yeah. And this scene felt so raw yes. and vulnerable. And he just begs Tommy to do this for him. Mm-hmm. And Tommy's like, okay. Yeah. Like, of course I will. Yeah. And it's so good. It was a very good scene. Um, after that, Joel goes to tell Ellie that he's not going to do this. Tommy's going to take her because it just makes sense. You know? Like, yeah. he knows this land. It's fine. You'll be safer with Tommy. It's just how it should be. And she had overheard part of this conversation. So yeah. she already knows that Joel's looking to ditch her. And she's mad. And this is the scene that was almost exactly like the game. When she says, I'd just be more scared or yeah. whatever. Um, and I, there was, like, a crucial change. Mm. Like, they literally found the wallpaper. Like, the room is the same. Oh, wow. It's they, so fun. They colored that. it and filmed it almost exactly the same, but they changed some of the lines. Mm. And I think... Like, most of the lines are exactly the same. But they changed the, like, Joel gets mad mm. because she brings up Sarah in this moment. Yeah. She's like, I'm not her, you know. Yeah. And in the game, he says, you're treading on some mighty thin ice. Yeah. Like, don't go there. But in the show, he just says, don't. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, his, like, voice breaks, kind yeah. of. And... Uh, like, he just, he can't do it. Yeah. Um. So they, he's settled it. He's, mm-hmm. he's not doing it. Tommy's going to take her to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And we sit with both of them after this for a minute. Like, it's it's a moment. TM. All of these choices, maybe this is just me speaking as an adult and not a kid anymore, but like, all of these choices that they've made for Joel, mm-hmm. I feel like lend to what is the point of the game which is like his dadness Mm -hmm. like all these moments of vulnerability and his weaknesses and his inability or whatever it just adds to the point where he is so much more believable Mm -hmm. as a dad Mm -hmm. this is just a dad in the apocalypse yeah whereas you know he's not some uber tough soldier man even though he has managed to succeed and you know become more that way in life Mm -hmm. he brings it just i don't know it's just so much more realistic yeah. to how any dad you'd know would respond in these situations, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so the next morning we have a really, I don't know, I really like this moment where, like, Ellie's ready to go. And there's a knock at her door. And she see the hope in her face, like, maybe it's Joel, maybe he's changed his mind, mm-hmm. but it's Tommy. And he takes her to the stables. They're going to get a horse and they're going to head out. Mm-hmm. And Joel's already there. And Joel's saddled up this horse, and he's like, I was gonna leave. Mm-hmm. I was gonna steal this horse, and I was gonna leave. But, you know, technically you deserve a choice, so... Yep. 
I guess you can pick if you want me to take you. I can do that, I guess. Yeah, right. And she's like, let's go. <laughs> That's not even a question. See ya, Tommy. <laughs> I won the argument. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and uh, this is where they head out on the horse and they're talking and it's back to normal Joel and Ellie. And yep. he teaches her how to shoot and um, they make it to the university. This is where we had the monkeys. The monkeys! I hate those monkeys. Yeah. Well, I think, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that in the game, uh, they were, in theory, how the outbreak started. It was the monkeys. Monkeys, yeah. of course. Yeah. Not carbs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that for sure, though. Like, I, I, maybe I just assumed, but, like, yeah. they were test subjects at the school, and now they're just wild monkeys because mm-hmm. it's abandoned. Um, they searched the premises for signs of the fireflies, but it looks like they dipped in a hurry. Um, on their way out, there's some raiders who show up, and they're gonna steal the horse or whatever, and there's a brawl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joel takes on one of them who has a baseball bat, and he cracks it, and, uh breaks the guy's neck and then it is revealed that he's been stabbed in the gut by the end of this Yuck. baseball bat. Yep. Um not fun. So they scramble on the horse and right away um somehow they're not followed. Not really sure how that worked out, but uh Joel passes out from blood loss and that's the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> on the train tracks, right? Yep. The horse standing there. Yep. And Ellie freaking out. Mm-hmm. That's very <laughs> sad because she's on her own. And this episode opened with her saying, "If you're dead, I'm screwed." Yep. <laughs> and now he appears very dead. <laughs> and this leads us to the next of my favorite episodes, which is this, uh, this one's your favorite episode. I no, I have three left behind. I like with Riley. No, not of oh, that. The next one. Yeah. No, no, no. no. My favorite ones are episode one, mm-hmm. Sam and Henry, mm-hmm. and um, the cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Um, no, eight is the cannibals. So yeah. episode seven. Oh, yes. Ellie's flashback. Yeah. Which we get Joel in peril. Yeah. And Ellie's flashback. That's mm-hmm. all that happens in this episode. And Left Behind is the name of the DLC that they released after the game came out, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's just a little backstory side by side with Ellie trying to save Joel in the game. Yeah. Um, so in the show, we open with Ellie somehow getting Joel into the basement of an abandoned house like, yeah. on a mattress down there bleeding to death. Mm-hmm. And he, I really liked this scene a lot. Yeah. Like there's nothing that happens in it, but I love it so much because he just tells her to leave. Yeah. He's like, you go find Tommy. Yeah. And he shoves her. Yeah. And she's just like beside herself because yeah. what, what can she do? She can't save him. Yeah. And, um, so she like goes up the stairs and then we flash back to her pre-bite life where she's like in military school or, yeah. or Fedra school. Um, she's getting in trouble for fighting and yeah. Um, she, her friend Riley yep. 
stumbles back into her life because she's been gone for weeks. Yep. And we find out that she joined the Fireflies because she's a rebel teenager. Yep. Teenage dirtbag. Teenage (laughs) dirtbag. But she wants to show Ellie something that she found. Yeah. So they sneak out. Yeah. Being teenagers. Yep. And they sneak to the mall. This was such a fun set. I I really... I did like this episode because it was fun. To explore almost it. in like a dream-like quality, yeah. where it kind well, of felt like a dream. Yeah, and the game felt like that too. Yeah, but I mean, the game had levels of killing uh, infected all along the way. Oh, sure. We did not have to endure in the episode, mm-hmm. um, but it was fun to explore around yeah. and see these things. And like, she has the the five wonders of the mall or whatever, and takes yeah. her to show or shows her all these different things in the mall. And like, you go into the photo booth and you take the pictures and yeah. I, there was the carousel in the game, too. I have no memory of that in the game. I don't know what's wrong with me, but that was in the game, apparently. Wow. So, yeah, they're on the carousel. The nacho counter and the... Yeah, which was from Uncharted, and I didn't even know. <laughs> ah, a little reference. <laughs> That's that. so fun. Um, And then they go into the Halloween store, and they're having a good time. Yes. Um, They are apparently crushing on each other. Yeah. That's revealed at that moment, and yeah. Riley is going to leave with the fireflies. This is a, kind of a little bit of a tension the whole episode, yeah. where like Ellie's like, "Why the heck did you leave?" Yeah, me? they fight at some point. You know, they're kind of arguing or bickering. You know, mm-hmm. because like she feels abandoned by her best friend, yeah. and she thinks her she, best friend's being stupid. She joined the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they learn in Fedra how to kill fireflies. You know. Yep. Um, and so. She ultimately asks her to stay. She's like, don't go with the fireflies. Stay yeah. here with me. And then there is a clicker. I don't even think it's a clicker at that point. Um, creeps out of the woodwork and attacks them. Yeah. Bites them both and then they kill it. Yeah. But they've both been doomed. Yeah. And they're going to sit there and they're going to die together. Yeah. And Riley's like, no, suicide's not an option. Yeah. But. You know, we're going to. Just... It is sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mixed that's... messages, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, Suicide's okay if you're over 60. <laughs> yes, it's ages. <laughs> but if you're 17, <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, no, Riley's whole thing is it doesn't matter how long we hold on. If it's two minutes or two days, yeah. we keep fighting for the time that we have left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the message that Ellie's left with in the p- current time where she's like, okay, well, Joel's still breathing, so I'm going to do everything that I can. Yeah. Um, so we are left to believe that Riley turned and Ellie did not. Yes. And that's where Marlene found her. Mm-hmm. And I think she says it later, but we're led to believe that she had to kill Riley. Yeah. Um, she does. She does say that, I think... At the end? At the end of this episode or the beginning of the next one? One or the other. Or was it the end of the end? No, I think... I can't remember. Mm, she, she tells Joel, right? Joel yeah. before Joel confesses his... Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That was the last episode. Yeah. The um, of the last episode. So we, we get back to the present moment and Ellie uh, finds a needle and thread in this house. Mm-hmm. And she goes back down to stitch Joel up because she knows how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have any internal injuries. <laughs> That's where the blood's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Uh, um, That's so, kind of where we end that episode, right? Yeah, she's just stitching them up. 
But yeah, I like I, I have a moment of hope where it's like, okay, she's she's yeah. gonna be able to get him to the next day, maybe. It felt kind of slow to me the episode. Yeah. Like it was kind of a long time for only nothing really to happen. But like I liked the Riley actress. I thought she did a good job yeah. and I thought their friendship was fun and I I liked to see them play in the mall. Like that was another cool set, kind of like the yeah. episode two set. Was, it was it was for fun sure. to see. Um but it did feel like, oh, this is a very long the episode of only not much reason, happening. The only reason it didn't feel like a deviation was because it was just the DLC game. Sure. Sure. Like, it. otherwise it was a Bill and Frank thing. Yeah. Like, it didn't have anything to do with the present time. I mean, it was more of Ellie's backstory, obviously. At least it gave it's, her it, I would say it's, trauma. It's a little different because it's like... There's Main a reason. Character, yes. Character, but building. as far as like the actual episode goes, <laughs> yeah. it did feel like a one-off. Yeah, it did. Definitely. And I didn't appreciate it because we left Joel in dire straits the whole time, <laughs> sure. and I was like, "Can we let him live, please?" <laughs> and I played the game, but anyway. Yeah. So episode eight is the one you like, I think. Yeah. And this is the one that I was like having chest pains for the whole time. <laughs> It was an intense episode. I was so stressed about it for oh, just days man. in advance, and then it started, and I was like, am I okay? See, I was like, I didn't know any of this. I didn't see any of this part. Oh, and this was my favorite part in the game. I never saw it. And you played through it probably... how many times, and Abby played through it in this house, and like I never saw this part. And I can't believe you never saw it. I know that... I spent so much time running around that <laughs> stupid restaurant. <laughs> I know that you guys had given me, like, you were talking about this episode ahead of time, so I didn't go into it blind. I knew we, we were deal, dealing with bad things, but I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. We got a little more backstory than we did in the game because we had David with his Frickin David cult, I mean family cult. Um, but they're Christians, so No, their obviously... cult is Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's given a funeral. This little girl starts crying. And she's like, "Oh, my dad's dead." Yeah. And uh, is this when he slaps her across? the No. Face? You're jumping ahead again. Well, you definitely he's know it's a nice cult if we're to doing her. corporal punishment. <laughs> he's nice to her here. He's like, you know, it's it's sad, but whatever. You're part of the family. We're Mary Sue. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say that. Um, we're supposed to believe he's a good leader and a father figure. There's really nothing in this moment that tells us he's not. Just vibes. Sure. Um, we get introduced to James, who apparently is a character in the game. I don't remember him at all. Is but that he's Troy placed Baker? by Troy, Troy Baker. Aww, Troy. Who is the OG Joel voice actor. I love what they gave those voice actors. I do, Parts too. in the show. Yeah. Like, you guys are good beans for doing that. Yeah, it's great. Um, so we learn this group is starving. They're down to like a week's rations. And James is like, I don't know, maybe we can find some deer. It's rough. Yeah. And David's like, I'll come up with a plan. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> um, so then we flash back to Ellie, who's also starving yeah. in the basement with her last piece of beef jerky as she watches Joel die. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's not responsive at this point. She stitched him up, but he is unwell. infected. Not by fungus, but just in general. <laughs> <laughs> Actual infection. <laughs> not fungal infection. <laughs> Uh, she decides she's got to leave. She's they're, they're just going to die in the basement, so she's going to go out and hunt. Yeah. And she finds a buck and she shoots it. 
and uh, it runs away, but she obviously wounded it, so she's following it. And then uh, David and James stumble upon it first, and they want this buck because they're starving. And yeah. she's like, absolutely not. Get away, she's got the gun out. And she's struggling with the gun the whole time. She's she so can't great. even hold I it. Her. She's so little. Hilly's the best. <laughs> and she's like, you get away from my deer. And yeah. then David's like, well, maybe we could just take part of the deer. Yeah. Maybe we could trade. What do you need? We have people who we are have starving. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, do you have medicine? I could use some medicine, actually, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And so David sends James off to go get some medicine. Like, she says everything right. I, lo- I like the tensions here mm-hmm. because she's not being a stupid kid. No. She's not acting like a victim. She's being incredibly smart. Yeah. And she's saying she everything. She is incredibly smart. Right. But they can tell she's lying because she's a kid. And yeah. she just can't quite sell it because yeah. she's a kid. Right. And I love that she wasn't stupid and written off as, like, yeah. a dumb kid doing something dumb. She yeah. was teenagers are smart kids are smart like you learn you adapt and you know what to do but she's still a kid kid, and i could still tell she's lying because of that Mm because she said like i have people too like she's like bluffing the whole time you know talking all tough and her voice Mm -hmm. is deeper yeah yeah so she's doing it all right but they're still adults and she's still a kid yeah so James goes to get the medicine, and David and Ellie sit around a fire and talk. Mm-hmm. She's got a gun on him still. And um, ultimately, David says that uh, he they lost someone in their group to a crazy man mm-hmm. who was with a little girl, and then she knows he, he knows. knows he knows yeah. <laughs> And James shows up, still gives her the medicine, and then they let her go. Mm-hmm. And she leaves the buck. And, yeah, that's another moment, too, where it's like, she's a kid. Yeah. She doesn't know how to not, like, leave a trail. Yeah. Like, she goes right back to the house and gives Joel the medicine. Yeah. Um, they're going to find them. She probably knows that, but she can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, she has a solution at this point. She's, you know, potentially going to be able to save Joel. She... Gives him an injection. Mm-hmm. Miracle, she did that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, doesn't even say, like, I don't know how to do this. She was like, ah, screw it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we get the awful scene. Are you jumping ahead again? I don't think so, because we go back and we see from the point of view of David, and this is when he slaps that little girl, and they're all eating stew. I soup. don't even know if that's the same moment. That might be later. It's when they're all eating the human soup. Oh, maybe. Isn't it? Because they, they the find out about soup. Ellie, and they're like, why you let her go? Yeah. And he's like, it is I, the way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's another scene. I feel like they have the human soup, and it's nice and filling, and then it's like the next morning. Maybe. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe there's two human soup scenes. Because there no. is the scene where it's like, oh, you're sus that this meat is human meat. Okay, well, here's the build-up. I loved how they did the build-up. Because there's <laughs> a guy, venison. and he brings the meat in. Because there's a lady, like, cooking the water, yeah. you know? Because that's what they're eating at this point. And she's like, what is that? And he goes, venison. venison. <laughs> and you're like, why did you say that like it wasn't? And they all just kind of look at each other. And like, okay. <laughs> And then two minutes later, <coughs> they bring the deer. David in. and James walk in with the deer, and yep. you're like, "Hmm." Mm. So it's mm. not that venison. Yeah, exactly. So the little girl at the beginning, who was crying about her dead dad, is now eating her dad. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really know that, but 
Yeah. We we realize that's what's we, happening. We, the viewers, know. Um, and maybe this is two different scenes, but because he tells them about Ellie, and she, at that moment, is like, we have to kill them. Yeah. Or, like, punish we have Joel, to because them. Joel yeah. killed her dad. Yeah. And then he walks over there and slaps her across the face, and mm-hmm. is like, don't question my authority. Yeah. Dumb woman. Stupid. Stupid mother. <laughs> yeah. That's, we are, at this point. If there's any question that we are cultists now, we, is we confirmed. know David is bad news. Confirmed, cult, censor, detected, locked on. So the next morning, Ellie gives Joel another dose of the penicillin. Yep. And then she hears David's men show up. Mm-hmm. And she, like, gives Joel a knife. And she's like, if anybody comes down here, you stab him. Kill him. I'm going to try to lead him away. Yeah. And so she takes off on the horse mm-hmm. and leaves Joel in the basement. Yeah. Um, she hides the basement door with a cabinet. Yeah. And then um, James immediately shoots her horse. Yeah, she goes vaulting <laughs> off of it. That was bad. And she's unconscious and they're, like, gonna kill her, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm a little on the fence about what that moment means. Because mm-hmm. James didn't want to keep her. Yeah. And David had said already, like, we're keeping her. And James is like, that's just another mouth to feed. Yeah. So is that why they were going to kill her? Probably. Maybe. Probably. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, Joel has the super serum. <laughs> <laughs> the penicillin <laughs> of <laughs> ultimate healing. Yes. Uh, he so got healed 22 pit points and he's up. He's, uh, he's raging. Um, he's doing great. No, not quite. It's like um, on TikTok. I'm up. I'm going fast. Yeah. One of the guys fi- goes down into the basement and Joel's like hiding and then takes him down and takes him out. And then he captures the other two yep. and questions them. And I love that scene so much. Oh, it was. The they kept it in the game or from the game. That's fun. It's almost exactly the same, except Pedro does better. Um, and I feel like that's the first time you see him be ruthless. Yeah. He tells you all the time that he is. Yeah. But you see him kill people, but it is always in, like, a, we they are coming to kill us right. kind of way. He's got these two guys strapped down to a yeah. chair. He gets the information he wants out of stabs them. Stabs the one, and then the other one is like... I'm not going to tell you anything. And he's like, that's okay. I yeah. believe him. And then just shoots them both. Yeah. in. So good. So good. But um, you, you see him be savage. Yep. You know, when he didn't have to be necessarily. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> we can fight about that later. He's a ruthless. <laughs> just a little ruthless. Yeah. Not passive. Nope. He ties up every potential loose end. Yeah. That's what he does. Indeed. Um, so, um, Ellie's locked in a cage in their kitchen. Yep. Which, why you got a cage in your kitchen? Why you got a cage in your kitchen, bud? Question's number one. Interesting. It's because they're cultists. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, she is not going to go easily. She's not on board with this whole David thing. Um, David tries to negotiate with her. She sees a human ear on the floor and she knows that they're eating people. Yeah. Um, he tries to negotiate with her and is like, well, you know, if you just like, you know, are my little helper, uh, you know, maybe we could like leave your friend alone. 
And she's, like, there's, like, a moment where she's, like, maybe, maybe that's a possibility. Like, if we're going to bargain with Joel, she's willing to, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. do what needs to be done to protect him. Um, But then he, she starts to get that he wants, he wants more than that. He's looking for, like, a little wife. Yeah. And she breaks his finger. Is this when he talks about her violent heart? Yeah. He's like, you're just like me, playing that typical card. Like, we can rule the galaxy together. Right. You know, Raylo, typical Basically. Yeah. Um, you're just like me, you have a violent heart, blah, 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 yes. blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. She's not having it. She bites it. She, she breaks so- his, she didn't bite him there. She breaks his finger. Which is just, that scene looks exactly like the game. That so was great. Um, I'm so proud of her in that moment. And uh, he's mad. Yeah. And he's like, he's going to go get James and they're going to chop her up and eat her. Yeah, that's what he said. So volatile. Yeah. I mean, he played this character very well. Yep. He's extremely believable and extremely hateable. Yep, absolutely. Um, but you can see that she's rattled. Like, well, as, much, yeah. as much as she's faced all this awfulness in the world, she hasn't come up against this kind of evil yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> Few have. Mm-hmm. But, um, so... Joel is struggling through the snowstorm to get to the resort because he knows where she is now. And he, I think, stumbles into one of the buildings and finds her backpack. He sees the dead horse. He sees the dead people. He knows she's here because he has her backpack. Um, Continues to search for her. And then James and David come back to kill Ellie. Yeah. And this is where she bites David. Yeah. And she, like... She's so smart. She thinks right away to say, I'm infected, and now you are too. Yeah. And she shows them her arm, and they're like, you know, it it buys her some time. They're like, they're not sure what to do. Um, And he has, like, embedded the hatchet, or whatever it is. Meat cleaver. Yeah. (laughs) Butcher knife On the block by her head, and she grabs it, and she stabs James in the neck. Just chonks him right in the neck. Which is OG Joel. Yeah. Troy Baker. Getting killed by Ellie. It was so good at that moment, and she escapes. Yep. Well, she she runs. She runs, yeah. She runs. It's like a restaurant kitchen, and she runs into the main seating area of the restaurant, and yeah. she, like, grabs a piece of the fire, like a, a burnt piece of wood, and tries to chuck it at David and ends up setting the whole building on fire. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to track her down. And this is the part of the game that I always get stuck in because you're running from David and I'm bad at it. It's much quicker in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets a knife and uh, mm-hmm. she attacks him, but then he's overpowering her and yeah. we get real creepy real fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's reaching for his belt and yep. everything and she's pinned to the ground. Yep. She's screaming. Yep. Building's burning. Mm-hmm. And she gets the cleaver i think i don't remember what it was something like that it was a hatchet or a cleaver and just tears into him yeah i don't even know how she gets him off of her well she she reaches for it and then she slices him and then she's on top of him and and she's just stabbing him till he's long past dead wild rampage blood everywhere slicing the crap out of him in a crazed rage yep (sighs) yep so intense. It was very, very intense. Good for her. And then she stumbles out of the building. Yep. And she's dazed and traumatized. She's traumatized. She's rattled by that. Yeah. And I, I, I think that was a, a true levity that they tried to paint in that moment. Because, mm-hmm. like, 
yeah, Ellie's tough. Ellie's a badass. But sometimes when we talk about this, we're talking about her like an adult. And she is a kid. I, and even if she wasn't an adult. I was going to say, I feel like an adult would have had the same. It's traumatizing in a totally different way. Yeah. Have some grown ass man yeah. try to rape a child. Right. Like, no. That's a totally different kind of horror right. than everything else she's experienced. Yeah. And wrecks your innocence in a whole different kind of way. Right. And, um, yeah. You see her carry that out of the building You see her, her carry it, and you see her carry it into the next episode, too. Yeah, for and sure. She's gonna carry it forever. But, yeah. um, I thought they handled it very well. Mm. That, like, even though it didn't follow through to completion, oh. like... It was more than enough. Yeah. But anyway, Joel finds her. Yep. She panics, but she realizes it's just him. And then we get this that sad line where yeah. he calls her when he calls Sarah. The whole Sarah. scene is so perfect. Yes. Because, I don't know, it's a little cringy, I felt, in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of, like, audio fades out. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, talking to her, but we don't know what, she, what he's saying. Yeah. And um, we didn't really have that in the show mm-hmm. it's just i don't know it's it's such a good moment because he just like sneaks up behind her almost and yeah. she's freaking out yeah and then doesn't even calm down until he says look it's me yeah and then um she's like slowly realizing that he's here somehow like mm-hmm. she couldn't have been expecting that she left him like dead in the basement yeah and um I, I don't know, I, he's, like, just distraught that yeah. she's distraught. He doesn't know what just happened. He yeah. has no idea. Yeah. But, um... Only that he wasn't there to protect her. Yeah, which ones. I'm sure is also upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no. Then he calls her baby girl. Yeah, which one he called and Sarah. It was, I mean, that's always how they painted it in the game, or yeah. what they reference as the moment where he fully... Yeah. was like accepting her as his daughter. Yeah. And that's that's why he calls her baby girl. Yeah. Um it's so good. And yeah. So they kinda limp off together. That's the end of that episode. Yeah. I don't remember if it was the behind the scenes or just a TikTok that I saw or what. But I remember them saying something that was really cool. It might have been the behind the scenes where they were like kind of playing with the idea of, like, why was Ellie suspicious of David when he was being so nice to her mm-hmm. and there wasn't red flags, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. And they were explaining that as, like, she understood that, that those were red flags because she actually has an adult man who loves mm-hmm. her and he doesn't treat her this way. Right. And he doesn't talk to her like she's an adult and she's a special right. adult and I'm going to treat you like an adult. He treats her like the kid that she sure. is. And that is, for any young women watching, a big red flag. When yeah. you have an older than 18 man telling you you're so mature and special and they can see that in you. Yeah. And you're an adult and everyone else just can't see that. And they're going to treat you like an adult. No. <laughs> they're a predator. <laughs> yes. Real adults will treat you like a kid when you're a kid. <laughs> yes. They should. Was that in the behind the scenes? That I feel like from? that's a TikTok, but I don't uh, remember. I don't. I remember hearing it too, though. So yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. I also I so appreciate the watch 
The watch is also main character. <laughs> Joel's watch. Yes. <laughs> and I love the journey this watch takes, okay? Mm-hmm. And we see the watch at that moment when he's holding her. Aww. And, like, we've... This watch has been with us the whole time. Yeah. And I just appreciate that. So. That is pretty cool. Put a little bit of cinematography there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> That's good stuff, man. It was. It they was all good. did a great job. It was so fun to see Troy. And, yes. like... I think I said to you, I'm like, I'm not sure if these voice actors really, if any, slash all of them act in non-voice acting capacity. in the behind the scenes made it sound like he did not. Because he, he was, did great. Or maybe it was the podcast, I don't remember, but he was yeah. talking about, like, I've never dealt with fake blood before because I've only done motion capture, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. like... Like, they're, they're just all so good. You would mm-hmm. never know, you know? Like, no, he did great. Complete naturals at it, and... I don't know. I thought that was very fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like I said, I think James was a named character yeah. in the game. I don't think he really had a purpose other than to be David's crony. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But and I thought Bodyguard like, number one, kind yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> Troy added a little bit of character to this guy, and it was fun to watch that, so. He did, for sure. That was I good. also liked, because everyone online was like, oh, man, Troy's going to play the one that Joel tortures, you know? Like, people were, like, rooting for that. And I was like, oh, that would be cool. They should do that. I hope they do. That would be great. And the only thing that they could have done that would be better than that mm-hmm. would be to have Ellie slash him in the neck. <laughs> Which is exactly what they did instead. And I heard zero complaints. <laughs> so good. So funny. Oh, just golden. Loved it. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Good episode. Good stuff. The finale. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like I have the least to say. It was a pretty short episode. It, which, like, I'm, I don't want to knock it for that. Yeah. Because. It's a quick ending in the game. Right? Yeah. Like, it's all a quick ending. They did exactly what happened in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there are additional sequences where you're like, Ellie almost drowns. They didn't put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Aside from that, like, it's, that's where they were at. Mm-hmm. We, uh, time skip. It's spring now. Joel's mm-hmm. fine. Also, can we just take a second and appreciate the hair growth? <laughs> because his hair has gotten so much longer. I feel <laughs> like it should have been way longer than it was, yeah. but, like, from the first episode to here, we've got, we've grown a solid <laughs> two inches of hair. Um... So the makeup department was on it. Yeah, time has passed. Or wardrobe, whoever's in charge of hair. <laughs> um, and it's it's warm now. Like they're not in the snow anymore. They were. Did they even know? They must have known in two episodes prior where to go. Yeah, I don't remember when they were at the University of Colorado. They must have heard, figured out that they were going to need to go to. Utah, yeah, I guess. I think I don't remember that's that. That's where I got Utah from. Okay, yeah. I knew Utah was somewhere. They they got there eventually, but so that must have been noted at that point. They knew they needed to go there to find the fireflies, so they're right. still on this train. Ah, uh, time has passed. Ellie's still struggling. Yeah, that's very evident. Joel's like trying to be a goofy dad and like make her laugh at times. Yes, which is a new a new feature. <laughs> we have not seen. Well, and I they made a nice parallel to Ellie gabbering on in the beginning yeah and now that's joel yeah yeah <laughs> they've reversed roles here yeah 
Um, we had the giraffe scene, yes. which was exactly oh. like the game. We can't get there yet because Ellie tells Joel, he kind of mentions the idea of not continuing on. The and giraffes she... were first. Mm, were they really? Yep. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, they were after. No. <laughs> because they were up on like the third story to mm-hmm. see the giraffes. Mm-hmm. Second story. I don't know. Giraffes are tall. Um, and then they went down and then they had their little heart to heart and then okay. they were ambushed. Got it. Um, but yes, they fed the fake looking giraffe. That was actually real. That was apparently a real giraffe. It looked very fake. <laughs> Unfortunate. We, we decided it was because everything else was blue screen. It, so well, yeah. They must have did something weird to the lighting. They had like, it was like an indoor set with yeah. the giraffe in a cage, you yeah. know? So that was cute though. I, Ellie smiles for a moment, you know, and yeah. And Joel, I think gets a glimpse of like, okay, maybe she's going to be okay. Maybe she's going to be all right. Yeah. Um, we added this whole monologue. Yeah. Like, every, almost everything else is exactly like the game. Sure. But we added this whole monologue, mostly on Joel's part, of we find out that he tried to commit suicide Mm -hmm. after Sarah died. Mm Mm-hmm. And I felt like I should have anticipated that. Mm. And I didn't. Sure. And... You know, because I didn't, it was so good to me. <laughs> yeah. As the guy who missed was me, is what he told her. Because he had told her initially that, like, he was probably losing his hearing and his ear from shooting. Yeah. And he, you know, had a scar on his head because somebody else missed yeah. after he missed. Yeah. I didn't see that coming either from yeah. those different moments. And so, like, we had all of this build up, yeah. And so, like, now he tells her, I was the guy who missed. Yeah. I, I tried to kill myself and I didn't do it mm-hmm. and um yeah that, I don't know that was, it was heavy yeah. and it made sense and it was so sad yeah and well it felt so true it did that I didn't know if it was in the game or not yeah I was like I don't, I don't know this could have been in the game I have no idea and I just it made me so appreciate like that little the little moments which could have felt weird yeah. like the losing hearing in an ear. Yeah. But it felt like they they introduced that yeah. enough like easily enough that it yep. didn't feel awkward exactly. and like at this point you've almost forgotten about it. Yeah. But it was such a nice touch. That was showing and not telling, yep. folks. That's a good example yep. of that. And and somehow they showed someone losing hearing. Yep. In an ear. Yep. That was so good. It was impressive. So anyway and- that, that, that so re- revelation came after I think he told Ellie they could turn back. They didn't have to do this, and she which said, that was in the game. And she was like, "Let's, let's, we're gonna do this." Well, the, not all of it because then she did say she like, told him about Riley that she yeah. killed her best friend, mm-hmm. had to kill her best friend, yeah. got that all off her chest, and then was basically like she told him that after saying like, "I need to do this. I need my life to mean something." Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he tells her about trying to kill himself, yeah. and then. She says, well, I guess time heals all wounds. And he says, it wasn't time that did yeah. it. The second time I almost cried. <laughs> yeah, talking about her. Yeah. And then they get ambushed. Yeah. And, well, first they, they they smother that sappy stuff and they start talking about bad puns. Yeah. Well, and I think she says to him, too, like, I'll follow you anywhere. But yeah. we got to do this first. Right. And then we can go get a sheep farm and do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they're moving on, and then they get ambushed. Yes. 
and then Joel wakes up in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And he's Marlene's there. <laughs> yes, she is. And they're talking, and it becomes very clear very quickly that, um, which, Marlene's stupid. All right. She is she's so kind of dumb. Or she's, she's dumb, like, dumb, dumb, dumb. she opens that scene. <gasps> we forgot about the beginning. What? With Ashley oh, Johnson. No, we did just skip right over. Oh my gosh. Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie. The voice of Ellie. Yeah, in the game. And she's at Critical Role Bay. Um, she is a flashback in the first 15 minutes. And she's running through the woods and she's pregnant lady. She's about to not be pregnant anymore. Yeah, she's like, starts having this baby. She tries to like, get into this she's house. She's running and, from a clicker. And put a chair against the door because she's having this baby. And this clicker's trying to burst in the door and get her. And she's giving birth to this baby. And this clicker, like, gets through and lunges at her. And she, like, mm-hmm. manages to, like, tussle and stab in the head four times. And yep. then out pops baby Ellie. Yep. Onto this dirty old floor. Yep. And um, her mom, yeah, like... her name. Anna, okay. Obviously loves the baby and is, you know, crying and... She realizes that she was bitten. Yep. And so she very quickly cuts the umbilical cord and is just, like, holding the baby in the house. Yep. And then you find out that Marlene was her friend because Mm -hmm. she shows up looking for her with somebody else. Anna's, like, ready to stab herself in the neck if she feels too twitchy so she doesn't eat her baby. Yep. And uh, she, which Ashley Johnson is, she's not, uh, she's been on in film before. Like, yeah. she's not a she so good. stranger to this. And she's so good. And she's so good with her emotional tilt in her voice. Like, yeah. when she says, when she tells Marlene to take her yeah. baby, she's like, her voice is shaking and breaking. And you're, yeah. like, getting emotional hearing her yeah. talk. Yeah. Well, and she says to her, she's like... She's hungry. I've been scared to feed her. Yeah. I've been bit. But she she lies and yeah. she tells her it was after she was born. Yeah. And it was after I cut the cord. After I cut the cord. Yeah. Which that's not true. Okay. And um. Yeah. So she and Marlene's like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna take your baby. And she's like, bitch, you better. She was like, how long have we known each other? We've been friends our whole lives. Yeah. You will take this you're baby gonna do and this. you're gonna shoot me. That's <laughs> what yeah. she tells her. Yeah. And Marlene does that, mm-hmm. and that's her intro to Ellie. So yep. we know that now, yep. too. Um, she must have dropped her off at Fedra at some point, or Fedra Probably right her. away is yeah. the implication, because Ellie never knew Marlene. Yeah. Like, when they were when they met in the pilot, she was like, oh, I knew your mom. Yeah. Right. But she found her at the mall, and that's the first time Ellie saw Marlene, yes. or remembers her, at least. Yes. So. Yeah, that was a really neat little flashback. It was a really fun ad, and I'm really glad they did that yeah. for Ashley. And Me too. I, it just fit. It worked so well. So, mm-hmm. I've, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't bring that up. <laughs> I forgot, too. I was like, yep, and then that's what It was pretty quick, but it was so good. It was impactful and yeah. thematically impactful. The yes. show's done a really good job at weaving details in. Mm-hmm. And well, like repeating ma- themes, making up, yeah, well, that too, but also like making up relevant things that weren't in the game, yeah, and like finding places for the voice actors mm-hmm. and stuff, like really just honoring things that were yeah. in the game, yeah, and that everyone Flushing loved, them out and more. really just making room for that. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. They've really tried to keep all of that at the forefront. They're yeah. like they know what's important, and they've focused on that. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, so where were we? So, uh, Joel yes. wakes up in the hospital. You said bed. Marlene was stupid. Marlene is stupid because she opens this with like, you're the last person I ever wanted to be in debt to. And then she tells him that they're going to kill Ellie yeah, in order she to use that? her brain to figure out what's going on up there. And Joel's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? And then she tells her guys to just take him and leave him in the street like a puppy. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah, no kidding. Like, why didn't she just, why did he ever wake up? <laughs> I mean, maybe she figured he didn't give a poop about her because that was sure. his attitude when she saw him last. That's the only grace I'll give her. Yeah. That's probably like, the Maybe assumption. that's what the plot's hinging on, you know, in the writer's minds. But anyway, that doesn't work out so well for her. <laughs> it does not work out so well for her. Uh, he makes it, like, down the stairs and then those guys are dead and he starts on his murderous rampage. Just gunning down everyone he meets on his way to find Ellie in that hospital. Yep. And, um, he finds her. He does. And he breaks in and he shoots that doctor who's about to cut her open. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. <laughs> that scene reminded me of the scene that we wrote in the CIA I story. figured that's where you were going. Because <laughs> I almost said, you can't just unplug her. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did. <laughs> the doctors did so. <laughs> Actually, Laura Bailey did. <laughs> yes, Laura. So he shoots the doctor. I was like, oh, crap. Well, that, that's the guy who apparently knew what he was doing. Doubtful. Arguably. Um, and shoots both the nurses. No, he doesn't. Well, you know, he tells them to turn around. The nurses are where he draws the line. He's like, I can't shoot unarmed nurses. <laughs> That's too far. That's unhinged behavior. <laughs> and um, one of them is Laura Bailey, who's a voice actress in the second game. Yep. And she's also a critical role yep. lady that we love. Yeah. I wish I had recognized her. Yeah, I didn't recognize her. I mean, she was she all... She had a mask on. Full scrubs. Yep. Um, so then he carries Ellie out and meets up with Marlene again. Yeah, and she tries to stop him in the garage. Or they whatever. have their whole dialogue, and she's like... Ellie would want this. Ellie would want this. You're damning the world yep. by saving her. How, you know, like, you're you're being selfish here. And he's like... We have the, like, flashback. Or flash forward. Mm. And he's in the truck alone. And you don't really know what he decided to do for a second. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Ellie's in the backseat. <laughs> Ellie's in the backseat, and she starts to wake up. Yeah. And we flash back and forth a little bit, and he ultimately not only shot Marlene, but then killed her. Like, yeah. she might have maybe survived that, and he was like, you, you'll you just come after her. Yep. Yeah. Killed her. Killed her dead. Killed her dead. And then drove off with Ellie. And Ellie's asking, like, where am I? What happened? Yeah. Etc. And, and he lies. He li- he lies to her. He said like, "Oh, we went there and they ran some tests, and you're not. They can't. Whatever. You're not matched." He said, "There are others can't. like you, and they've already done these tested and they tests, and they can't find anything, and they're giving up on a cure." Yeah. That's and then he, she's like, "Well, what happened?" And then he's like, "The place was attacked by raiders." Yeah, I got you out of there. And Marlene died. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And Ellie's, like, drugged and drowsy, but obviously struggling with this information. She's feeling defeated, like her purpose has just dissipated. And, I don't know, as we see them, they're going back to Tommy's, kind of, right? Yeah, the truck breaks down and they they end up walking. Yeah. And she, like, corners him and is like, swear to me that everything you said is true. Yeah. And he says, 
I swear. And she says, okay. And that's the end. That's, and that's the end. exactly how the game ended. End of the show. Dun, 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 da. <laughs> now we get to talk about... <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am exhausted. <laughs> I am not. I'm fired up. <laughs> I am so exhausted by this ending. I'm so exhausted by this endless argument. I don't believe in it. I, I'm, I've, I have said my piece and I am done with it. And I, you can come from my boy and I'm going to keep fighting you Here's the again reality. and again. Here's the thing. The ending makes me not like the game. Sure. The ending makes me not like the story. Revisiting the rest of the show. Yeah. Makes me go, oh, yeah, I really liked this. Yeah, right. But those last ten minutes... You felt that way when you played the game, yeah. too, right? I hate it. Because I remember you were very mad that Joel lied to her. I just... There's so many different issues here. And, like, my bigger problem is what they decided to do with part two. Yeah. We don't have to get into that. Um, I just feel like it's just such a downward spiral mm-hmm. domino effect of people going like, oh, but what if we just made it worse? And it's like the reality of it is Joel did the right thing. Um, no. Joel, Joel made the right decision. He is right. And anyone who says he's not is an idiot or 14. Because here's the thing. I don't want to hear this bull crap about consent and what Ellie would have wanted because Marlene never told her they were going to kill her and take her brain. She says that to Joel. We didn't tell her she doesn't know. She has no fear. Yeah. Ellie did not consent to dying and giving up her brain and to act like you, the reader would know that's what she wants at age 14 and she should just be allowed to do it. No, absolutely not. You don't just get to kill somebody and assume that's what they want. No. Argument number one, foiled. Okay? It's just bullcrap. It's bullcrap. Secondly, she's a child. Okay? If she wants to give up her life for the cause and give them her brain, she can do that when she's 18. Thirdly, these dumb scientists are going to kill their test patient and take her brain as the first step? Yeah. The first test... We're going to kill the person we think might be the, the only person We're not going to pull blood. We're not going to whatever. We're not yeah. going to try to take a little playing matter. No, we're going to just cut our brain out and kill yeah. her. Idiotic. Yeah. Number two, we're going to do all that without knowing, with a hope that we can maybe do this. Scientists need to be stopped sometimes, guys. Okay? It's true. They're drunk on power. That's true. <clears throat> I had one more argument, which was... <laughs> 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 um, any father is going to do this. It's his job, okay? And I know he's not really her father. Wow. But it's any he's decent better. person's job yes. to go save a child from power-drunk scientists whose first step is going to be to end that child's life in the mm-hmm. hopes that maybe they can figure something out. Mm-hmm. How dare you act like that's somehow the wrong choice? <laughs> Where are we at as a society? Secondly, I realize this question is the age-old question of, do the ends justify the means? I don't believe they do. Yeah. Okay? That being said, you can ask that question when Ellie's 18 if she wants to give her life up. Okay? Okay. <laughs> she can make that decision. Uh... You don't just get to become a little monster because the ends justify the means. Yeah just gonna kill all the kids we want to how are you better than Fedra at that point like I just don't get it 
I think the argument is more along the lines of there's nothing like he took away everything now because he's killed the everyone doctor. there. Tell the other there's no one else who can do these tests apparently. I don't believe that. Um, <laughs> whatever. I, I don't even take it that far. Like yeah. I don't care personally about any sort of vaccine. I don't care about the morality of that decision. Joel made the right call. He made the right he call. He made the right call. What I don't appreciate is the setup for part two. Oh, yeah. Um, With the lie? No, the lie is from the game. Yeah. The setup for part two is um, he says to Marlene, you don't understand. Yeah. And she says, of course I understand. I was there when she was born. Mm-hmm. That's not from the game. That is new show dialogue, and that is setting up Joel to be selfish. Yeah. Because that's how they want to paint him, I think. That's how it feels to me. See, I don't have the baggage of game two as much, so, like, yeah. I... Yeah. Well, you will. I go... You will. Don't worry. Obviously, that's not why he made that choice. Like, I don't I know. agree. I agree. It's the right choice. But I think that they've... They try... I don't know. I see it. hmm Maybe I'm reading into it. As them trying to paint Joel as, I can't go through this again. I, I mean, I think he feels that I way. I think that's a motivator, but I think by making that argument, you just erase Ellie as a person. Same for yes. saying that her purpose is to save humanity. Yeah, you've just said like, her purpose. Her life is still worth living, yeah. even if she's the cure and we wasted that potential. Yeah. She's still worth saving. Yeah, right. You don't we, just... I've never heard anyone make that argument. Yeah. And that makes me mad. Yeah. So it's like that Joel would make that argument. Yep. Exactly. That's why he did it. Exactly. Because he wanted to save her life. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. You don't just get to kill people because maybe they have a greater potential dead. Give me a break. Yeah. That's what we're saying now. Yeah. And also, I'm sick of the morality is selfish argument. I agree. It happens all the time. I see it cropping up all the time now where it's like, this person did this good thing. Like, they gave money to charity. But this is not even a good thing because it's selfish. Because it makes them feel good. It makes them feel like a good person. So... There's so don't no, even bother? So just be a bad person because that's the yeah. only way you're not selfish. It's like, what are you saying? Yeah. Get your head out of your butt. You're so idiotic. Uh, yeah, like, you can't end world hunger. So it's yeah. ridiculous that you would even give food to a food shelter. So. Yeah, yeah. Or even Flaunt if you do end world hunger, it's just to make yourself feel like a good person. Like, that's how extreme these people get. And it's yeah. like, are you kidding me right now? Yes, Joel can't handle losing another person. Maybe that makes him see reality a little clearer. Mm-hmm. Because look at what they're all doing. Mm-hmm. Cutting apart a child for a what if. Unacceptable. I, <laughs> Unacceptable. I've been on the Joel Defender train longer than you have. <laughs> um, before he was Pedro. <laughs> oh, man. And, and no, I do think Marlene is calling Joel selfish because she's going, the world is at stake. Yeah. You're being selfish. But give me a break, Marlene. Well, yeah. I mean, child murderer. Trying, yeah. That's her mar- bargaining chip there. Murder is. your best friend's child. Yeah. What a friend. Indeed. <laughs> I loved that parallel of yes. um, Anna lying to protect Ellie yeah. when she's born. And ending the show with Joel lying to protect her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I think if Anna had to pick somebody to take care of her kid, she would pick Joel over Marlene. Ah, uh, yeah, no kidding. Gosh. Um, so, anyway, I 
dislike ending it on a lie. Mm-hmm. I dislike the build-up for part two sure. in that, and that was from the in the game. They had all the fuel they needed right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality of it was that he should have probably backtracked. Yeah, fessed up at some point. <laughs> fessed up, and told her what really happened. Yeah, let her be mad. Yeah, and parent his way out of it. Yeah. Probably. That's not what they chose to do with the writing. (laughs) So. Oh, man. Again, the ending makes me really dislike it. But um, I still, I love, I love the story. Just not the end. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and if you had ended the, finished playing the game when it came out, you wouldn't have known what they were doing in part two. And you probably could have swallowed that ending better because you could have imagined their future to be however you wanted it to be. And yeah, I Joel, mean, it, Joel could have fessed up. Allie could have found purpose in life, and meant all these to be things. unsettling. It's yeah. meant to make you wonder. It's meant to make you think and sit in it for a long time. Yeah, that's the whole point. And media that only asks questions and doesn't give you all the answers has its place, I guess. But yeah, it it's knowing what comes next that you don't like, which is what makes it even more distasteful, I think. Yes. (laughs) No, I'm very bitter about part Uh. two and everything they did with it, and they definitely planted more seeds along the way um, in this season to do more, and they are planning to do part two, Mm -hmm. and that might be more than one season. Um, I'm not sure I'm here for that. Yeah, that's not going to be fun. (laughs) But this was good. This was a good, ch- as an outsider-ish, um, I would say very solid. Yeah. Very solid show. Very complete show. Very strong in storytelling mm-hmm. for almost all of it. Like I said, we, I had a few, we had a few deviations I didn't always appreciate, yeah. but few and far between. Yeah. And um, I think for the most part, thematically it tied in with so many beautiful subtle little tie-ins along yeah. the way we repeated themes yeah. we, we really leaned into these characters that we knew for such a short time yet we care about every single one yeah. of them no they had some outstanding I mean, even actors. even bill and frank who we removed from the storyline almost completely yeah like you cared for them by the end yeah. of that that made everybody cry yeah. and it was just like it all this masterfully done storytelling wise apart from a few things that i felt were contradictory mm-hmm. but they were few and far between yeah. you know and um really neat to see that all done with your zombie video game yeah that you know if people like to write well, that off and i mean <laughs> i guess i do feel like the last of us has been loved loved and talked about since it came out. Yeah. And for good reason. I mean, most of those elements that are in the show yeah. all came from the game. <laughs> like, it's a very simple story, but, like, yeah, it, all the depth is there. Yeah, yeah. They just got to play with it more in this yeah. series and re- when they revisited it. And yeah. I mean, th- I just think about any writing projects I ever did. You revisit it in 10 years later and you're going to have new eyes to right. make it even better. Yeah. And you got 17 million people in the world loving it. You're going to see all their thoughts about how you can make it better, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how cool to well, be yeah, able they to polish it up. And fans working on the set pieces. Yeah. and awesome. um, They just transforming it to a different medium. 
yeah. you have all these different angles you can play with. Like, you know, I mean, we got to see Joel's face. You really don't see Joel's face when you're playing as Joel. Yeah. That was new. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I... <sighs> they all did such a good job. The acting, the acting was phenomenal mm-hmm. from everybody. Yeah. And, um, it was, yeah, a really solid... Short, simple in certain ways, but very deep, you know? Well, yeah. Like, like I said, it's a simple story. Yeah. But it's... We're dealing with deep stuff. Here. Yeah. And it sits with you. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And it's it... A good story. Did you see that TikTok I sent it to you? Or did you send it to me, which is like The Last of Us 2017, and it was Logan, the movie Logan? Yeah. <laughs> I love that! So similar in the way that Logan kind of felt like a Western. Yeah. So does this. Yeah. So it's like your two favorite things together. It's zombie media. It is. And the Western. I've been saying it this whole time. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's that father storyline mm-hmm. and learning to love again, which is always beautiful. Mm-hmm. And learning that life is worth living, which is always beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, um, and true. And so you get a lot of those really good themes throughout it and um yeah like I said everything that I heard and saw about the video game the show did it and for the most part did it better just because they were able to do more and flesh it out more and make you love all those characters more you know and it makes it more impactful then when you have some more time to do that and you're not just trying to pick up ammo and run past clickers I saw another great TikTok where uh, it was just like a joking one where a girl was like, you gamers have lied to me. You've been gatekeeping. She was like, here I am thinking people are just playing Mario Kart all the time. (laughs) You're you're gatekeeping these beautiful, deep, soul-destroying stories. Yep. Yep. I felt that way a little bit. When, your first game you finished. When right? I saw, yeah, because I think I had heard about The Last of Us post-Logan. Okay, yeah. Because uh, you, uh, like, I watched Logan and you were like, yeah, people keep saying it's like that video game The Last of Us. And I was like, oh, interesting. What's that? Yeah. And then I looked up the playthrough and I watched the beginning. Uh-huh. And I watched Sarah die. And yeah. I was like, this <gasps> is the most impactful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I need to buy a video. I'm never system. I'm never gonna be able to experience this. I can't play PS4. Are you never kidding? PS4 to my life. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> How do you video game? I can't this is just so unattainable. <laughs> and then I had the opportunity to try it. And you know, I played that for two days and I was like, guess I'm buying a PS4 now. <laughs> and I did, and I played the whole game. I will say that that kind of game and then the ones that we've talked about before that are very much just Choose your own adventure stories. Yeah. Like, what a fun way to experience a story. Like, as much as I said, we were able to do it even better with this show, kind of. Well, yeah. There is a truly fun element. Well, it's so interactive. Immersing yourself and being a part of that world. In a way you can't with a show or a movie. You're fearing the zombies. You're dodging the zombies as you're going through the story. And you're on his journey. And you Mm -hmm. are Joel. You know? And that's... It's great. Yep. So good. It's good stuff. So don't judge gamers. Don't be that guy. I mean, some of them deserve to be judged, but that's for every group. 
<laughs> well, you know, I saw the TikTok you were talking about, and yeah. I also saw somebody else duet it, yeah. and like or stitch it, and um, they were like throwing a fit about how you know g- gamers have always been judged, and like yeah. book people are al- always put themselves on a pedestal above everyone else, which <laughs> I also relate to. Yeah, because I've always been a TV person. Yeah, right. And book people, not they're really not like this anymore. I yeah. just always felt like the people who are telling me that like TV is bad would have told me that books were okay. And yeah. it's like that's a whole other argument we can it's have true. on another podcast. I, but I it's feel like, like adults praise the book kids, but everyone else looked down on them of their peers. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's it's just it's like the book that books are preferable somehow. They're intellectual. Yeah, and yeah. I just don't think that's fair. And no. The Last of Us as a show is a perfect example of that. Oh yeah, this is a beautiful story. Yeah, and this there's is... so much there, mm-hmm. and you can take so much away from watching that show. Yeah, and if you watch it well, right? Um, people who just tune out and don't watch their shows, like they're the problem. <laughs> Well, I mean, the other things we talked about, like, these are deep literary themes. Yes. If that was all captured in a book, it would be, it would be heralded, book. you know? Yes. So. And this is better because we get to see beautiful faces and... <laughs> Expressing deep emotions that are very hard to put into words sometimes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I do it's get frustrated stuff. with words as a medium. I'm like, why? Why am I here? Why have I chosen this? This is so... It's the most so impossible limiting. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Closing thoughts. They don't have to be closing if you got a lot more thoughts. I don't. <laughs> I mean, we do have two parts, so I feel like we've done pretty well. I, I've said everything I need to say. Are you proud of Pedro? Yeah. And Bella? Yeah. I thought they did great. I He went up a few levels mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I didn't... I never doubted him. Mm-hmm. But this was like, okay, he can really act. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, he was... He's been good in The Mandalorian. I'm not trying to knock that. Yeah. I think he's done an outstanding job in a helmet, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's all fine and dandy and obviously other roles too but Mm -hmm. this one this one sold me he took one of my favorite characters and made me love him more so that's a hard task congratulations sir um bella was amazing bella was amazing she's so good and i mean she's had she's like 19 years old she's had a career already Mm -hmm. but not that many roles because she's young and she's been good in everything i mean i've only seen her in like clips of things and then Game, Game of Thrones. Of Thrones yeah. um, I think it's funny that they're both on that. Yeah, <laughs> never together. That's yeah. <laughs> funny. Um, she seems great in everything she does too. Mm-hmm. I just she was she was an excellent Ellie. Yes, so. she was. And they were good together. They had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. It was so good and so wholesome. Yeah, that's the other thing too. So wholesome is like. How refreshing to see. I mean, apparently we're going to keep seeing it in media. Um, we started with The Mandalorian. We're yeah. just going to keep going. Um, this works. <laughs> you know, this, like, wholesome, like, I love my child trope that's yeah. not, like... At all sexualized. Yeah, and we're not going to make it, like, we're not going to cheapen it in any way. And we're yeah. not going to, like, try to make it weird. And, like, yeah. we would with any t- sort of romance ever. Yeah. Because we can't have a nice romance ever. Yeah. But this, at least, is a solid, honest relationship 
of true love. Well, and there's been such a... This show in particular, I got no complaints with the female characters. Yeah. I realize how rare that is for me. That's true. That's fair. They're They're all just people. Yeah. And they... Obviously painted sexualizing of a teenage girl as a horrific thing. Yeah. That a horrible person did. Yeah. And there is no element that she is anything but a child. Yeah. And she is his child, and that is all that there is. And I was just thinking how different that would be if this was, like, something that was made in the 80s or the 90s. Or even the 2000s. Sure. I mean, when did we have Leon the Professional? Yeah. Or we still played with that a little bit. You know? And it's just, like... It's nice to see that that's not even... We've drawn clear lines. On the tape. We didn't even have a villain hurl that at Joel as a possibility. Right. And that was a little refreshing to me. That's (laughs) true. Fair enough. Yeah. So good job, writers. That was nice. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. We talked about that before, too, of, um, like, just it being so tired. It's exhausting. Seeing bad people all the time. Yeah. In media. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the point. It's like, oh, we have this character. But guess what? He's secretly a bad person. Ooh. And, like, we did that with Joel. Yeah. A, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, a little We were bit. like, oh, yeah, he's a ruthless killer. Yeah. You know. We've all got our flaws. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the takeaway from that is, like, he's a good person. He's actually a good person. And he's going to refine that in himself. Exactly. He's been fighting that for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. And we watch him stop fighting it. Yeah. And decide to love someone. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's a good story. It's beautiful. I and it was refreshing to have, you know, mm-hmm. a good person on screen. Yes. Agreed. A good person. A good man. A good man. Fairly selfless, I would say. Kills a bunch of soldiers <laughs> in a hospital for good reasons. Yeah, for cutting out a child's brain. <laughs> Shot the nurses too. (laughs) So Joel's a better person than me. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I believe that. (laughs) I as well have a violent heart. (laughs) Good to know. Uh, Oh, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So good. Any final thoughts? I could go on and on. (laughs) I think I've said everything that needs to be said. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.